When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hour number two on a Friday. Just let the Curtis Mayfield wash over you. We hope you are having a great weekend so far. Maybe it's already underway. Maybe you got out early. You're headed to a bar. You're headed to a sports bar. You're a college baseball freak, and you're just watching super regionals. You know, in comfortable clothing with a rack of ribs. I don't know. I'm trying to paint a weird picture here. Whatever you do. 4-3 Virginia, middle of the 7th. We got crazy cool texts coming in on the Specs text line, 337-3776. I'll get to a couple of those. We'll get to this NFL deal. But we now have another Zion Williamson update. Zay, is there another woman on the list? What is going on? Nope. The New Orleans Pelicans, shout out to y'all for protecting y'all's players. Okay. They just put out a picture of Zion with a couple other suits, and it says Zion Williamson has partnered with the Jefferson Parish Schools for Summer Bridge Program. The program will provide students with additional opportunities for accelerated learning and growth during the summer. Lesson one, break their phone. Break for lunch. We'll be back for lesson two after that. <laughs> lesson one, figure out if they're trying to get you for the right reasons. Wow. Yeah, make sure you're in love or something or strap up, whatever. There's no way to know. There's no way to know in his world. That's the dangerous part of it, man. Dangerous part. One of my favorite comments I've ever heard from an athlete was, I didn't hear it directly, but somebody, it was one of those, somebody I knew, knew somebody I knew. I think it may have actually been through, I think it was a Westlake path of Kevin Dunn through Chris Mim. I think maybe where this story kind of comes from. But there was somebody that went to Michael's like camp back in the day. And they were doing a Q&A, and somebody asked about marriage, girls, um, all those different things. And Michael Jordan admitted to that group of kids, to this day, I want to believe that my wife loves me for me, but I have no idea. Oh, that's rich, MJ. I understand. I understand. But the comment on its face was interesting to me. Right. That an athlete, because people get, sometimes people want to rip on like the Patrick Mahomes of the world. Right, because he married a girl that he knew before he kind of became big, and she's not a drop dead ten. She's pretty, she's hot, but she's not a ten. Right. And people think they all deserve ten somehow. Yeah. Or what's the cat in? Uh, I think Mike is it Mike Trout might also have one of those situations. There's multiple guys that have had those, and people love to make fun of them. Come on, couldn't you upgrade Dwayne Wade? Upgrade it? Like, all right, fine. <laughs> oh yeah, he did, and he did right, but. At least those guys know that those girls love them for them. Yo, LeBron. Theoretically, they loved them before they started to become a big deal. LeBron's been with his current wife, Savannah, ever since they got out of high school. And I want to say he married her around 2012. 
right. 2013. Mm. They had kids together, like Bronny's about to go to college. Uh-huh. That's her son, but they married late. So who knows what she allowed Bron to do, what she was cool with, because everybody looks at LeBron as this saint. Oh, look how he treats Savannah, which he doesn't embarrass her. I give her that, but mm-hmm. it took him a hot minute to put that rock on her finger, and I salute Patrick Mahomes. Like, what he's doing with Brittany Matthews and stuff, yeah, that's beautiful. Shout yeah. out to him, but... Yeah. Mm. No, the Zion. Zion, the Zion thing is very complicated. He's got to be careful here, but I, yeah, I'm with you. Well played by the Pelicans. A little Friday media dump letting us know that he's doing good stuff for kids he's in New Orleans. He's a good guy. Good guy. He's a good man. Hey, good guys can be freaky. Yeah. And in this case, good guys can maybe be freaky and sloppy and freaky, like unorganized and freaky. Right. See, y'all hear the, I'm not going to say porn star, but mm. sex worker. Form, Let's say that. Former adult film star. Exactly. Former adult film star, now go. making her own on OnlyFans. And the one that just came out today, they both claim that Zion the sex addict. Mm. That's not yeah. a good look. Yeah, you might that's have to see somebody too. for that. Hey, that's... There's a rough world. That's a rough combo, and I know people love to make fun of that too, but think about it. If you look, in general, the way those guys look, and you could be diagnosed with sex addiction, and you travel around in those situations, like if you're a sex addict and you're like an overweight, sloppy dude that drives a UPS truck, okay, you could end up in some situations. Right, but you probably have a better chance of beating it. But maybe you have, because you're just, it's not... There's not as many opportunities every day. Yeah. If you're an NBA basketball (laughs) player and you're a sex addict, like if you're a legit sex addict and you're walking into hotel lobbies, oh my God. (laughs) Dude, that's just. They they might have to have somebody with Zion at all time as the ultimate block. That's crazy. All right. So we'll keep an eye on the uh, Zion Williamson story because there are a lot of folks keeping their eyes on him right now. Um, we talked to NBA Finals earlier. Game four is tonight. Will the Denver team start to feel even more dominant? Will it start to feel like Shaq, Kobe, Laker kind of stuff winning a Finals if they can win tonight and then win in five? It'll certainly feel different than if it goes six or seven. We'll continue to talk about that. We've got the Big Ten football story out there, the schedule for 2024. Go check it out. USC, UCLA, we know where they're going to play. Don't have dates and times yet, but we know the home and road schedule for those teams and the other thing I don't know that the other thing I'm looking for in terms of a scheduled game that I think is cool is I assume we're still getting that Texas at Michigan game in 2024 just want to make sure that one's on the schedule because that's cool Zay I love the idea of them getting together the night of Vince versus Steve Breston is the only time it's ever happened wow in the Rose Bowl yeah like ever They've never played other than that. I never thought about it, but you're right. One of those other, like, college football is pathetic in their scheduling. It's the one thing they don't know how to do over the years. Um, But that is going to be incredible. So hopefully we get to to lock that one down in the next week or so um, to know that that's going to happen. But you can go check out all those other games, too. Um, All right, Zay, so I'm starting to sense this pattern. When you start to bring an NFL list to me, to the show, and to the people, and it involves quarterbacks – I just get this nervous feeling as a Cowboys fan that you're setting me up for some kind of Dak Prescott thing. Is that um, is that what, is that what we're doing here? Maybe. Okay. Maybe, but this isn't bad. Like okay. this is the most game-winning drives for active players who are still playing quarterback right now in the league. Whether you're starting or not, there's guys on there that qualify for both. 
But yeah, if you're on this list, that's a good sign. So do you have a nerdy explanation for me of what game-winning drive means? I'm guessing being down or tied in the fourth quarter and it's the last drive to win the game or overtime. Could be overtime, right? Okay. Yeah, so, so whether just, that's putting your team in position for a field goal and you win the game yeah. or just flat-out winning on a game-winning touchdown. So the game-winning drive. Like if I orchestrate the game-winning drive – but I do it in the middle of the second quarter, and we win 14-7. Is yeah, that a game-winning count. drive? That'll count. It has to be fourth quarter overtime. It has overtime. to be fourth quarter. has to have a lot of pressure on you. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. All right. What we got here? You got a top 10? Or... Yep, top 10. This is top 10 currently and this, active in the NFL. And what we've debated this week, this might help a lot of people say, see y'all, see y'all, I told you, told okay. you. So, All right, so let's start with 10. Number 10? Andy Dalton. No, I'm sorry. Go, <laughs> go ahead. Tell who's 10. Uh, you'd be surprised about that name, Chad. You're yeah. going to see it very soon. Number 10, Josh Allen. 15 game-winning drives since he's been in the league. Interesting. Okay, Josh Allen with 15. All right. Number 9, Here's here comes the I told you so, fellas. Dak Prescott. Ooh. 19. 19. Okay. So Dak's been in a little bit longer than Josh Allen, right? Not much. Uh, yeah. Maybe a year. I think that's or right. So, but not much. Okay. But still, that's Dak has 19. Josh Allen has 15. Number eight. Here's when it starts becoming a little shocking. Okay. Joe Flacco. Is that right? Yep. How about Flacco? Flacco, man. Oh, they love to dog out Flacco, but he does have that ring to show him, doesn't he? Oh, it's weird. When you see all the Super Bowl winners and then it gets up to that, like, Ravens team and you see that, like, the quarterback difference between all the rest of the guys who won the Super Bowl and this, like, yeah, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, Joe Flacco, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer. It's bananas. Dude, Joe Flacco and Trent Dilfer need to do a podcast one time. Just let him him bitch for about an hour about how nobody respects him. (laughs) And he got paid. Like after they won that Super Bowl, yeah. they gave him some serious paper. And you thought just with his size around six six and that arm, you thought he would be that next superstar, but it never panned out for him. But still, he deserves respect. Number seven, whew, Ryan Tannehill. Twenty six game winning drives since your Aggie brother has been in the National Football League. You say twenty six? Twenty six. How many was Flacco again? Twenty five. Twenty five. Okay. Twenty six for Tannehill. I'm telling you. That good and bad Tannehill has its has its good moments. The good right. Tannehill can be really good. It's just that the bad can also be what the hell's going on bad. Yeah, and it's ironic because he could probably put his team in horrible situations in the first three quarters where they have to come back, and then all of a sudden they yeah, do. That's a factor, too. And, yeah, and, that, and, that's part of it. And I think it still counts, Chad, if it's a game-winning drive and you're moving the chains and like you get about – three or four completions to move the chains and get first downs and stuff. And then you can hand it off to Derrick Henry, and I think that counts. Like, oh. I, I think like, for him to, like, score a touchdown, I sure. think that counts because you're driving. You're, like, it should. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. As long as the if the drive gets you the win, you yeah. get that credit. Absolutely. Yeah. You, so, don't, yeah, you don't have to throw for it. Right, so keep that in mind. Okay. I bet Derrick Henry, he probably deserves a little bit of the credit sure. for Ryan Tannehill having those game-winning drives. At six, mm-hmm. Kurt you like that Cousins. Is that right? 28. Good for him. Which they might have all came this past season. How many times they had to come back in 2022. Remember, good point, that one score mark for them. Remember that where they were like 10 or 11 and 0 in one score games? Yeah. Again, it's way too many for me as a fan, but if he's that good at it, 28 among active guys, that's that's a lot. Yeah, it's impressive. That's crazy. 
Number five, the name that you just threw out there like you were joking. Shut up. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's five? 29. Whoa. Again, okay. those really good years where he was a Pro Bowl quarterback with Cincinnati and throwing it to A.J. Green and those boys. Go ahead, Red Rocket. <laughs> it makes sense. Come like, on, TCU. Yeah, man, that dude out of Katy, Texas, number 29. That's and, a, and that's another good example. I'll put him kind of in there with Tannehill. The good version of him can be pretty get, pretty damn good. Right. It's just that when it goes bad, it's like, whoa. That's why, like I mentioned yesterday, he is a perfect backup for the Carolina Panthers and yep. Bryce Young. Yep. Like, uh, I don't think he's one of those guys that's salty that Bryce Young has come in. I think he understands that, hey, I've had my time in the league, and I love football so much. I'm just glad to be on the roster, and I'm going to help yeah. this young dude any great, way we can. That's a great point. And, and back to Tannehill. I think when he's comfortable with it and teams are comfortable with it, later on before the end of his career, I think Tannehill's going to be a badass. NFL backup. Yeah. He's going to be the backup that you do not want to mess with. You better get ready because it's going to be this year. Yeah, it's not that far away. Yeah, I'd, I'd tag Levis over him. Why not? Like, if they're, they're kind of rebuilding, they don't know what they're going to do with Derrick Henry. Like, there's no need to pretend that Ryan Tannehill is the future or keep him along. Like, maybe yeah. Will Levis might come in week five or so, but, yeah, hey, I don't know about that. Hey, I'll say it right now. If you can mix the good part of Levis's arm and the good part of Ryan Tannehill, you might be able to win that division. You got something. <laughs> you <laughs> you got, might win, you yo, may win the division. You I don't even some. know. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. All right, this is where it starts making a lot more sense. All right. Number four, Aaron Rodgers. Hey, there's that guy. 31 comeback drives and wins. <laughs> Winning drive, excuse me. Did you say 31? 31. 31? Yeah. Pretty, yeah, it's pretty good. 12 more than Dak during the time period? That's silly. I'm not trying to just pick on Dak. I'm just trying to well, compare. Well, no, it's not during the time period. Was Aaron Rodgers been in the league for almost 20 years? Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. It's it's active, but it's, it's active. your whole career. Yeah, it's sorry. your whole career. Sorry, my bad, yeah. Dak. Yeah. I'm not trying. To, that, yeah, that, that, that's why it makes Dak's look so good. It, it really does. My bad, four. You're the man. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're my quarterback, four. Yeah. Number my bad. number three, Derek Carr, 33 game winning drives. Is that right? So now that is interesting to me. In much less time, that tells you Derek Carr's been in some trouble. But yeah. to get his team out of it that many times, 33? 33. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Number two. Yes. Russell Wilson, 35. Russell at 35. Which I felt like that's all he did in Seattle was have like game-winning comeback drives and close games and stuff. Like I, That makes a lot of sense. He did that a lot, and he when he was good, I know last season he was trash, but those Seattle teams that he had, like he made them go. And he had complete control of that Pete Carroll offense. All right, you're going to blow my mind if we're not working our way towards Mahomes. He's not in there. He's not top 10. I mean, when you're up by 20 all the time, why why do you have to come back? Okay, let me think then. Beating teams by 15-plus and stuff. Is it Tom? No. Well, he's not active. But Oh, you're right. Tom's not active. Uh, um, Active NFL quarterback. And this is by a long shot. This guy has 42 Game-winning drives since he entered the league. Oh, my God. Okay, so he's been obviously— So he's old. He's old. He's been around a while. Matt Ryan? Close on the name. Just switch out the last name. Keep the first. Matt Stafford? Matt Stafford. Shut up. What's the number? 42! Oh, you just— 42! 42! Matt Stafford. Go ahead, Texas boy. Like, were they winning that much in Detroit? 42. That is a fascinating list. I'm really glad you brought this up, because as you were getting there, I thought, well, it's got to be Mahomes. Mahomes has got to be the guy. You bring up a good point, though. It, it all balances out to, uh, are you trailing— 
If you're blowing people out, you don't need a game-winning drive. See, that's where, if as a fan, I don't necessarily want to hear that my guy – I want to hear my guy has them and he can do it. Don't tell me he's got a ton of them, though. Yeah. He's got 95. <laughs> oh, my God. We've, had, we've been in that situation 90-something times. Yeah, how nerve-wracking are you during all these games, if right. that's the case? But the, there's obviously that whole clutch thing that comes into play. Those are some great numbers, though, because you're going to need to do that. This is a quarterback's league even more than it's ever been, and there are just going to be – it's the NFL. That's the other thing. This is not college football, so I wouldn't even compare this to like a one-score game stat in college football. What I thought was so crazy about the Vikings last year was you're in a league that is almost designed to have close games. That's what's great about an NFL Sunday. Yeah, so much parity. So many things are close. So you're going to have to figure that out. If you don't know that it's going to be fourth quarter and you're down or tied and you need to go do something, you need a different job. This is not for you. And these guys obviously have been the ones that are that are stepping up. But I would not have guessed a couple of those in the middle. I would not have guessed Cousins and Dalton would have been on that list. Yeah, they're right behind each other. Andy Dalton, 29. Kirk Cousins, 28. Mm. And, yeah, pretty incredible. I think Dak is in the right spot. Like 19, if I was a Cowboys fan, I'd feel good about that. Yeah. I'd, I'd feel good about that because, again, Dak got a lot of heat this past year with those 17 picks and while missing five games to where they're now offensive coordinator slash head coach is straight, well, not offensive coordinator, but play caller. It's straight up saying, yo, we got to run the football more, not only to help us, but also protect our defense. And Dak is still capable. He's not the same since the foot injury, and I wish he ran a little bit more. Yeah, but I, I could see having PTSD from that. Like, I've never had my net or my foot snapped in half or turned to the complete other side. I bet you it changed the way right. I walked. Like, walked upstairs if that happened. Oh, Let alone it was play horrifying football. Injury. Yeah, yeah, so we're telling this dude to get back out there and play the same way you did before the injury. That's not necessarily fair, but at the end of the day, if you want to get past the San Francisco 49ers, you need him to be better. The Cowboys have done that in the offseason with the moves that they made. I still think they need to take a look at Dalvin Cook because those four other running backs in there from Malik Davis, Ronald Jones, uh, Tony Pollard, and Deuce Vaughn, mm, that doesn't do anything for me. So mm. take a serious, serious look, Jerry and Steven, at Dalvin Cook because that could take you from still kind of, you know, being in the same conversation as San Francisco and Philadelphia and maybe adding a guy like that, a perennial pro bowler, it could take you over the top because you have so many things to deal with on that offense. Somebody texted, hell, I can't believe they won 42 games with him as the quarterback. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm not trying to dog Stafford. He's got a Super Bowl. Yeah. He is a Super Bowl champion. I, I get that, but I just wouldn't have thought he was number one. He might be the only Super Bowl champion with an overall losing record. Is that right? I don't know for a fact, oh. but think of, just think about those Lions days wow. when they weren't making the playoffs That's an interesting and they thing were struggling wow. like – Hmm. He might be one of the few Super Bowl winning quarterbacks that, as a starter, has a straight up losing record. Like I'd be shocked if his if he had a winning percentage. I really would. That that that'd be nuts for me. Even with Calvin Johnson and all those, you know, guys here. Well, not all those. It was Calvin Johnson and then others, but still. I'm looking up. Sorry for my computer there. Um, yeah, I don't see wins and losses here, but that is a fa- that's a wild stat to think of. 
Yeah, we need to try to figure that out. Yeah, somebody help us on that. Yeah, that's a little bit more research than I'm willing to do. (laughs) My God, he was in Detroit forever. Uh, Good grief. Matt Stafford on top of that list. Interesting stuff there. All right, we close in on the NFL. By the way, how about 93 days till the first Sunday and an even 90 till the first NFL game? We're 90 days away from Chiefs. Lions, speaking of the Detroit Lions, it's Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions trying to deal with the defending champs. They're going to go banners and probably rings already be out by then, but they'll go banner night on that Thursday with the Lions and the Chiefs. That is 90 days away. All right, coming up, we'll get you a flex segment, baseball scores, and uh, don't forget the um the well the actually the Westlake uh, oh no 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 sorry the Westlake seven oh on seven was this morning I believe but Westlake trying to get into that championship game Zay is a big uh, who's they playing Pearland you're a Pearland fan today yes I am let's go <laughs> the big P let's go P <laughs> let's do get it. it that's what they say at Austin P right yeah. let's go P yeah I know I'm listening to B and E this morning I know our guy Ty Henderson and Derek Cohen are going to the game I might just sit by them um, just to heckle <laughs> it's gonna go get just, on yeah it. just go yeah. and just heckle yeah it's part of the game kick me out if you want to or I know there's a very wealthy parent in the stands give me a hundo and I'll leave <laughs> how about that oh my god <laughs> that is fantastic how about that alright flex segment coming right up this is the horn Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Chad and Zay. This song sounds like it won't hurt anybody. Oh, yeah, a little Yacht Rock for you. This song does not want to hurt anybody. I just got to figure out who it is here. We getting any vocal? Don't we have some vocal? Should be coming right here. Safe vocal. Where is it? Come on. Is everything all right? Oh, good Lord. Come on, man. Dude, they don't even let you listen to this kind of stuff wearing shorts at a concert. You got to wear a suit to to listen to stuff like this. Um... Christopher Cross. I have no idea. Marty Ballin. Who? Is that how you pronounce it? Marty who? Ballin. Ballin. I don't know. Balin. Spell, spell it. B-A-L-I-N. I have no idea. <laughs> Marty Balin. Yo, he looks smooth on the cover. Like my, He's wearing a suit and he's like has his arms crossed like this. You know what? My granddad was a farmer and he did plenty of hay Balin. So B-A-L-I-N. I'm going to say Balin. Balin. I'm going to say Marty Balin to make him sound a little cooler. Oh, good Lord, was I not listening to that. You got a year on that thing? Oh, I do not. Somebody oh. say he's a former Jefferson Starship singer. Ah, gotcha. So this is him solo. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. Maybe you should have stayed on that ship. All right. Oh, come on. Mar- this is heat. Um, <laughs> that is not what, that is not true. <laughs> There's no need to say stuff that's not true. This is fire. This is it. <laughs> this is fire. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. So that's like you telling me. Um, that's like me in the middle of listening to the Ludacris album. This is the most intense, <laughs> hardcore gangster rap that's ever been made. I'm not believing you on that one. Uh, it's fun as hell, though. This one, though, not as, not as fun. Uh, Marty Balin, uh, White Snake, and Rod Stewart is what we've had so far on the show today. See, Tom McKay knows. He's giving us game. Tom McKay knows yeah. Marty Balin? Yes. You go. You go, Tom. That's how I know it's legit. Whatever lights you up musically, that is so cool. By the way, shout out to all those parents that are taking their kids to concerts. I feel like there's more of it than I used to see when I was a kid. As somebody whose dad took me to so many concerts, I'm so grateful for it, even if they never thank you for it. Parents, keep taking your kids to concerts. I love And by the way, Zay, they're throwing the Drew Brees earmuffs on these kids now. Oh, wow. I, I didn't even realize that. I, I saw teenagers last night with the earmuffs on. That's interesting. Because my group used to, they still do it. My group looks a little crosswise at me when I put the earplugs in. If I do, I always take them to the shows right. just in case. Mm-hmm. And last night I used earplugs because, again, I'm not massively into the stuff I was watching. Plus, I got to preserve. I got too many concerts on the board. I do this every day. I got to protect the ears. Yeah. So I put the earplugs in, and normally everybody's rolling their eyes. Look at this old man. Last night I look around, and I got Drew Brees kids all around me. Like Drew Brees kid at the Super Bowl, everywhere. Yeah. Cans on. <laughs> Got the earmuffs. Noise canceling, baby. There was like they were taking naps behind me on the lawn. It was like they brought their kids, like 10, 12 year olds taking naps. Yeah. It's crazy. So shout out to all those parents doing that and listen to whatever music you want to. Don't let anybody tell you what music you shouldn't listen to. I'll be glad to tell you if I don't like it, but that's my right to do that. It's your right to say, screw you, Chad, I'll listen to whatever I want. Yeah, one of the smartest things Drew Brees has done as a father is not have his kids enroll in the Eans ISD school district and keeping them in Louisiana. Great move, Drew. <laughs> Terrific father. <laughs> Terrific father right there. Uh, You know what I'm saying? How dare you? Speaking of Westlake, let's get him the flex segment, Zay, and talk about your favorite baseball team. Sure. (laughs) Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. All right, some finals from yesterday. Some of those games we were talking about. Magnolia West ended up winning their semifinal. China Springs uh, beat Liberty Island. That was a close one, three to two. Argyle over Bernie Champion. And as we told you uh, yesterday, Abbott got the state title by beating Fayetteville. So uh, Argyle and Magnolia West in 5A. That'll be tomorrow. Uh, it's a final. Boyd over Maypearl, 8-7 was the final there. And at Dell Diamond at 4 o'clock this afternoon, it is semifinal number one. So if you're a Westlake fan and you want to scout the potential opponent for the championship game, get out there for Flower Mound and Cypress Woods. So that's this says Louisville Flower Mound. Is that Marcus or is that two different schools? Um, Isn't Flower Mound Marcus? There is a Flower Mound Marcus. That's where Marcus Smart went to high school. So maybe this is a different school. This says yeah. Louisville Flower Mound. So maybe that's Louisville yeah, High. Yeah, just, I, mm, just make, I, maybe high? it's just Flower Mound. That's weird. Or is it just? Because there is Louisville High and there is just a Flower Mound, but... Yeah. You know that area more than I do. Isn't that just? Isn't the area Flower Mound? 
or is that just a school name? To me, the area is Louisville. And then okay. The, the city's Louisville. Then you got the Flower Mound, I guess, is part of it. I Because I have a cousin. Like one of my, co- my cousins, I think, were split. One of them went to Louisville High, and the other went to Flower Mound Marcus is what it was called. Right. It was Marcus High School. Yes. But this doesn't have a Marcus in it. By the way, this is a great test of whether or not Craig Way is listening to us in Stanford right now. Great test. Because he's scrawling out a text. That's like a paragraph right now. Again, that's right. Oh, my God. Yeah. We ought to come up with dummy conversations like that every once in a while just to test Craig out. Just like one day I should come on here and say I forgot my high school mascot and flip him out. What are you talking about, Chad? (laughs) Yeah, that's what we should do. Um, Anyway, uh, so best of luck to those schools because they may end up facing these Westlake Chaparrales or Pearland. Westlake and Pearland scheduled for 7 o'clock tonight in the semifinal. Get on out to the Dell Diamond. I think the weather's going to be pretty good for that. And we'll see if this Westlake team, Zay, can keep it going. They haven't been to this round, I mean this level, semifinals in, uh, since like 09. Been a while. Yeah, it's been a <laughs> In a while, all right. Yeah, these guys seem like they win in every single sport. It's right. ridiculous. But they haven't been like a monster in baseball. Yeah, because fo- this hasn't been their thing necessarily. I mean, compared to football, I guess. Right. But yeah, they got titles. A lot of they could say that. A lot of other schools can't. Yes. I want to say in the '80s they have a few state championships in baseball. But yeah. y'all know I'm just a classic hater. Mm. Being a Bowie guy, Westlake has haunted my dreams for years. <laughs> but all in all, like. Good luck to those kids. I know it's been a long, you know, long season, and the fact that school is out and they're still playing, these are memories that they'll never forget. And Derek Cohen, who just texted me talking about he'll pay me to heckle, don't tip me, Derek, because I'll do a lot for money and heckling Westlake kids. Oh, that's mild. No, no, I think he means he'll pay you to heckle Pearland. Oh. He's not going to pay. He's a Westlake No, guy. he says Westlake fans. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Derek's like you. He just wants to see entertainment. You're, he's going to pay you to walk over to the sit with the Pearland people and then heckle back to Westlake? Hey, pitcher, you're sweating a little hard there. How about you get your Gucci towel to wipe that off? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Damn. Hey, batter, who'd you get that bat from? Oh, is it signed by Ken Griffey Jr.? Okay. All right, uh. I see you. Is it wrong? Yeah. Is it wrong that when you said what you said about Gucci, I thought of Ti's song "Gucci Rag"? Is that wrong? No, no. I'm glad you're in that hip hop music or state of mind. Or it's, yeah, it's impressive. Or just kind of sad. Uh, it's impressive. Would the do the young hip hop fans care about Ti? Or does that make me an old man? Does that make me sound kinda, old? Not, yeah. I kind of like that flow from Ti, and they're like, "Yeah, whatever." Grandpa. He ain't that old, okay. but yeah, the young guys they ain't listening to Ti like that no Speaking more. Speaking of hip hop, I saw a Juice World shirt last night. Oh wow! There was a weird mix of T-shirts. I love T-shirts at concerts. One of my favorite things. Tons of Weezer stuff, obviously, and they have a lot of varied shirts. But like, yeah, I saw that, and it was like, "Whoa, Juice World!" Out of nowhere, and then it was a weird, you know, mixture of different, you know, Van Halen, ACDC, and Whatever. Saw a couple women in social distortion shirts. Huh. If I was single at that moment, I would have wanted to propose and run away screaming at the same time. Because that's a dangerous woman in both. I did not. Both those women could take care of themselves. Right, right, right. They did not need anyone to protect them last night. Yeah, yeah. It's a, that's a different kind of it's a different kind of thing, right? Different kind of vibe, right there. Uh, yeah, but I did see the Juice World shirt last night. Yeah, and- I like those graphic tees and stuff. That's 
It used to yeah. be a thing back in the day, and now this generation's brought them back. So yeah. I dig it. There was also a dude walking around with a Royal Rumble shirt on. <laughs> Pro wrestling fans just don't stop. They do not stop showing up at a Weezer concert with a Royal Rumble shirt on. Roman Reigns is right yeah. there on the front. It's like, all right, man, you go right ahead. All right, so there's your flex segment. We do it every day at 1. 30. Up next, where we are in society with Zay. Coming up at 2, our weekly conversation with Jeff Ketchum of OrangeBloods.com. What's he hearing from summer workouts with Steve Sarkeesian and the team? Is he hearing any of this stuff about changing signals or anything like that? What jumps out to him on that? And his thoughts on this Texas baseball team getting ready for Stanford in the Super Regional. Stay with us. It's the Horn. Chad and Zay. Somebody's trying to tell me a story here. <laughs> like there's a story to be told, but I do not recognize it. What do you got, Zay? Steely Dan. Okay. The Royal Scam, 1976. This will be another one that Craig Way would be, we'd know he was listening to us. He loves Steely Dan. He'd be mad at me for not knowing that one. Never a band I could identify. Never, never, nobody around me was a Steely Dan person. It's <laughs> a cold tune, man. I dig this. I like the, I mean, again, it had, it had like a, had a good attitude to right. start with. Yeah. That keyboard told you like, oh, something's up. Right. Right. This is not, not a good day. Something happened. Yeah. Something went down. I'm waiting for like police sirens to go off. <laughs> right, like I right. just I feel like something's about to happen. What's it called again? The Royal Scam. Okay, see, there you go. Royal Scam. There's something going on. Steely Dan, Marty Balin, White Snake, and Rod Stewart uh, on the show today. Our man Tom McKay of Audiovisual Consultations tells me that the Marty Balin cat was the guy in you mentioned Jefferson Starship. So would have been, I don't know if he was all the way back to Jefferson Airplane, but maybe he was that guy that just never learned his name from Jefferson Starship. But I will say, that song you played earlier, that sounds like one that Grace Slick would not have signed off on. (laughs) So Grace, if you're out there, is Grace Slick still with us? I don't know. Tom, let us know. Tom said Grace kicked him out the band, though. Kicked Marty out the band for what? He might have brought that song to her. I'm Does just, he quit doing coke and heroin? I'm just saying. Grace, yes. Grace Slick, 83. You're damn right. You don't got too many days left because of your ass. That's not true. I love Grace Slick. Stop <laughs> it. That's because you love it don't mean you did stop it. Stop it. Man. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Enjoy these last few days, dog. Yes. No, not man. That's a woman. Grace. Oh, excuse gr- me, Grace. Grace Slick. Excuse me. One of the One of the coolest, hottest chicks in rock history. Great voice. And yeah, she would have said no to that song. I'm just telling you. Grace, I'm with you. I'm on your side there. I'm on your side. All right. uh, We got Jeff Ketchum coming up at 2.05. We'll talk some Longhorns and other stuff with him. Um, Somebody, after I mentioned parents taking their kids to to a concert, somebody texted us. I took my 17-year-old to see Cradle of Filth. My favorite band from high school. I don't think she looked at me the same since. Zay, when it comes to great band names, that one hits my list now. Cradle of Filth. 
Wow. Yeah, that's that's different. That's, evo- that's different. That's evocative right there. When you said that about the parents taking their kids to these concerts and stuff, I went and tried to think of, did I ever have those moments with my folks? And I did not. And I yeah. went back and thought, why was that? And I remember, Chad, my mom, during the 90s, uh-huh. took my sister to a Robert R. Kelly concert. Ooh. Yeah. Really? And I may, I, maybe Bobby Brown, too. The Bobby Brown concert. And my mom always says this about Bobby brought out a freaking bed. Oh, no. And I don't know if it was in Houston or here in the ATX, but he brought out the bed. He, and he did, Bobby he was. The bed. He did things with the bed that probably yeah. a young high school teenager shouldn't see with their mother. So. LaShawn, I blame you for not having Mama and Pops take me to concerts because you ruined it for her having to see Bobby Brown's crazy ass. So for the record, your sister is how much older? I ain't going to put her age out there. But but she's she's older older than you. She's older. older. Okay. So basically, your mother was thinking, should I take Isaiah to this show? Because it would be a really good experience. And then she flashed back, and all she could see was... R. Kelly on stage singing Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. And, oh, gross. And your sister standing next to her, and she thought, no. Yeah. That's a no. We, I'm not taking him to these shows. How the hell was it that a red flag for the industry? Like, Robert, Age Ain't Nothing But a Number, bruh? Mm. Are you sure you want to put this out? And y'all just ran with it in the 90s. That was before my time. I don't claim that. That was before Ignition and all that stuff that I do claim when hey. I started rocking with Robert. Clearly, y'all have never heard Robert on these shows, and y'all will never hear Robert on these shows. But, yo, AJ none but the number, like, that wasn't a red flag. That wasn't a sign. Zay, that theme runs through popular music for a long time. That didn't Ugh. start, that did not start with R. Kelly. Ugh. I'm not saying it shouldn't have been a red flag. I'm with you. And every artist that ever sang about having sex with younger folks did not end up doing what R. Kelly was, you know, ended up doing. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. That's one of those when you look back and you go, oh, my God, that song? <laughs> oh, my Lord. How do we not know? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go well, where we at in society, see what Zay wants to get into. Who knows? It, it may be R. Kelly. I don't know. Where are we at in society today? I'm guessing it's not. What do you got, Zay? Okay, this story is absolutely hilarious. So okay. shout out to Tay Dick, Stunt Devil, for throwing this video at me. I saw a little bit of it earlier, but I didn't pay much attention, and I know when he throws stuff at me, I lost CB, I know it's gold. So one of the funniest duos together that you wouldn't expect to be funny, like in the sports world, Mm -hmm. is Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. Really? They have such a great relationship during their Celtics days, and they just they flow well together on KG's podcast, on Showtime, and they were watching Game 3 together, and it was being streamed via Showtime, I want to say. Okay. And it's Showtime. Let's keep that in mind, like HBO. Wait, like, they can go full language? Yeah. Oh, my God, I so got to check this goodness, out. So thank goodness that they didn't in this audio that I'm going to show you, or yeah, uh-huh. have y'all listened to. So KG's watching the game, locked in, watching it, and you could see truth in this video, like looking to the side because it's just them on the camera. And he's like looking to the side, talking to somebody and waving somebody to come over. Listen to who he waves over and how he introduces this person to Kevin Garnett. Okay. And we'll get back to our conversation. All right. Throw a wall in here and turn it up. You know what I'm saying? Kevin. 
Hey, how you Camille. doing? Camille. Camille. Camille, nice to meet you. That Formula One everywhere, ain't it? Formula One so everywhere. So this is my girlfriend for the day. They got a website that you can hire girlfriends for the day. Stop, man. And so I got Stop. a girlfriend. Stop, man. Stop. Stop. You can hire girlfriends for the Stop, day. Stop, man. I went on the website and I hired a girlfriend right for the day. Look at, look, look. Collins, there go Collins. They go, look at D-Wade at the game. Okay, D-Wade. <laughs> Yo, KG is so uncomfortable. KG's trying to move on like, dude, we are being paid to give our input on yeah. the game right now. Okay, wait a second. When I'm hearing them reference like Dwayne Wade at the end and everything, is that where those guys are commenting on I don't the know if they're live my, stream? I, I, I want to say they're in Miami. I don't know for sure. Oh, maybe they're referencing that Dwayne was on TV. Yeah, he was on uh, TV. I okay. they're, they're, yeah, I don't know. But okay. they, they might be in Miami. They might be in Vegas. With what Truth said, Paul Pierce, yeah. it makes a lot of sense if they were in Vegas. Okay, so who's Camille? His girlfriend was for he, the day. Is he being serious? It sounded like he was almost making a joke about somebody they both knew. He literally was no. bringing like a K- rent a girlfriend yeah. on this podcast. KG shook her hand like he's never met her before, <laughs> and it, she did. As he was like, "Nice to meet you." KG Hi. was very professional. I'm Kevin. Yeah, and then truth, you heard him. This is my girlfriend for the day, and then he was going in detail about yeah, you could go online, get a girlfriend for the day, and she's mine. Well, <laughs> okay, now let's be clear: Is Paul Pierce married? I don't think so. If he's From not, that stripper video that he had when he was on ESPN that got him canned and he was smoking right. the chronic and stuff, I don't think so. If he is, then his girlfriend or slash or his wife is pretty cool. Now, if that's the case, let, let's talk about boundary lines here. It, are we all okay with the idea that in Vegas, God love Las Vegas for this, but that the idea is that you could, I don't know, rent a companion, yeah, escort. Everybody okay with that? Yeah. You don't have to go in the bedroom with them. Well, no. You could just bring them as eye candy or have somebody on your arm for an event. It's okay to pay for that time. It's okay to pay them and they come hang with you. And you, like you said, you go to a convention. You go to whatever, right? You're a super nerd. I mean, you just can't get a date or you're too busy. You're going to get a hottie on your, you have a hottie on your arm walking into a party. Is that cool with everybody? We good with that? Yeah, sure. Okay, that doesn't make people that are f- weird about prostitution freak out. If, I mean, she ain't doing nothing. You're paying her for the to be to hang out. Okay, all right. <laughs> and, just... look, and look good on your arm. Okay. I don't know. It's weird because what you just described, somebody that can't get a date, I'd be a little confused if Paul Pierce winning NBA championships and going to the Hall of Fame very soon, if he couldn't get a date, like he's still. I wouldn't say he's in the best shape, but a decent-looking brother out of Inglewood. I'm sure he could get a date. You don't have to pay for one or get one online. But in his case, might he be just looking for temporary companionship that does not have any connections? He wants the temporary part. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Temporary. Yeah. You don't want to wake up to the girl, or maybe he does, or maybe it's like a 24-hour thing and she has an alarm that says, all right, time's up, I'm gone. What's his nickname again? Truth. There you go. He's in search of the truth. And the truth is, he doesn't sound like he wants a relationship right now. <laughs> He's not in that place. I'm going to send you the video so you can Dude, see KG's. wild. Like, like a look on his face. That is so funny. But they're hilarious together. It's a great it's a great gift for Showtime. I like watching them a lot. That's cool. So people can tune in during fine. Are they doing it tonight? Probably. Yeah.
It's live on Showtime. I don't know if it's live on Showtime, but there's some type of streaming thing that they do. Are they making me pay, or if I'm a Showtime subscriber, do I get this? I don't know the details, but I'm sure a little bit of money has to be put up. I mean, I don't normally go... I don't even enjoy, don't normally enjoy watching things that are Celtic related, but if you're telling me it's entertaining, I'll check it out. Yeah, especially don't, don't have to pay extra. I mean, you're gonna see stuff like that, so it's definitely entertaining. Yeah, as long as I don't have to pay extra is also what Paul talks about. <laughs> no, that's that's not that's not true. That's not true at all. All right, that's where we at in society. Uh, Two o'clock hour coming up. Jeff Ketchum of OrangeBloods.com to start the hour. We'll talk some Longhorn stuff, getting ready for the Super Regional, and, of course, getting ready for football. How about this, Longhorn fans? First game against Rice, 85 days away, and you're going to hear it right here on the Horn.